Last time on Incredible Critics. Which would you like to watch next? Oh, I mean, we have to go with White Christmas. It's Christmas time. Oh, all right. Very good. Is so, this like a Hallmark movie? Is this the Hallmark movie episode? This is what I wish every Hallmark movie would be like. Is Rose McIver in this one? She is not, but John Hamm is. Ooh. There you go. John Hamm. All right. So that'll be the next episode. My Christmas Prince. John Hamm, my Christmas Prince. That is, uh, those are some, those are some big words from Frankie. Uh, we are the incredible critics. Incredible, not because we're great, but because our credibility should seriously be questioned. I am Ben Franco. Joining me today is Tim Gruber. Yo, yo, yo. What up, Tim? What up? And uh, because Frankie's busy. I don't know, just like not being here. He got married or something, something. lame. Something. Uh, we pulled in a ringer VIP listener, Andrew Moore. Howdy. Andrew, how you doing? I'm doing great, Ben. How are you? How is your holiday season? Uh, it's been going well. I will say uh, tonight, so we record on Monday nights. Uh, tonight is a full moon and Noel is currently feeling it. So oh. that was fun. Uh, yeah. Is she a werewolf? She may be a werewolf. Oh, okay. Uh, it it would explain. I just wondered. I don't have definitive proof yet, um, but we're, we're finding out. Um, <laughs> so fair <laughs> warning. Uh, I may slip into old nicknames and refer to Andrew as <laughs> Tuna. Uh, does anybody even call you Tuna anymore? I mean... Uh, n- well... Uh, because of work and my professional environment that I have to kind of keep up at work, um, everybody calls me Andrew pretty much around Wellsboro and okay. my hometown now. Uh, it's funny because I was playing some games online with my friends who all call me Andrew here in hometown, and I was online with Martin as well, and he was like, Haha, they all call you Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Tuna, hearkening back to the old college m- title. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, the office was big, and so we called him Tuna, and everybody called him Tuna, so I will probably refer to you as Tuna, because you are not Andrew to me. <laughs> uh, Andrew hosts, hosts, are you a host, co-host? I, uh, I guess uh, co-host and one of the producers of the podcast Slow Day Radio. So that is, a, yeah, that is a gaming? Yeah, a video game store here in our town uh, sponsors our production of this podcast um, on our my business's website, uh, homepagenetwork.com or wellsboroughhomepage.com, mansfieldhomepage.com. It's just a network of websites. So if you're into gaming, uh, go check out Slow Day Radio. Uh, guys, just through the Christmas season, what'd y'all get for Christmas? I know I got some sweet stuff. Mm, Tim, uh, what? You know, uh, first up, I got like a BB-8. That is oh, wow. awesome. Because my wife loves me, and uh, he took three hours to build over 1,100 pieces. Wow. So sick. That's dope. It's kind of small. For everybody listening, Lego BB-8 is... Like, what? Six to eight inches? Something like that? Yeah, like eight inches diameter. Yeah. I think his head is kind of the like a half of a softball, close to that. So, if that gives you some, some idea. But, yeah, that was fun. Um... I got a Google Home, and I think I'm going to keep it. <laughs> and I think I'm going to try it. Nice. Uh, I'll be and if it think. doesn't work out, I'll sell it for and get an Echo or something. <laughs> I don't know. 
but I, I want to try it out. Yeah, because you guys are all all about that Echo, and uh, my pastor gave me a Google Home Mini, and so I want to totally got the Black Friday deal and pocketed that twenty five dollar gift card. Yeah, right. Because he, <laughs> he got a bunch of those things, um, and uh, we got we got a Philips Hue like the the starter package. Nice. And it's cool, but I don't really have normal light bulbs in any room of the house that's like enough to put those in. Okay. So we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> we'll see. And other than that, um, you know, we just went to Pittsburgh and I got to see Star Wars again. And it was amazing again. <laughs> Is that two or three times? That was only two. It's only two. I've made it three times. I know. Not bragging. <laughs> Just humble brag. <laughs> Is it though? <laughs> I mean, I loved it. That's why I've seen it three times. I paid to see it three times, but I would probably go see it again. I would not pay to see it again just because I, I have to be frugal to some degree in my life. <laughs> yeah, right. I have to limit the amount of man, amount of times I see a movie to three. <laughs> I saw Minimum. The Force Awakens five times, if that's any uh, kind Oh, wow. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I did not pay for all five viewings. Nice. What did you get for Christmas? I got a bunch of awesome movies. Uh, Baby Driver. Nice. Star Wars Rogue One. Um, Stranger Things season one on Blu-ray that's in a case that looks like a VHS tape. Yes, that's, nice. that one is so cool. Why, uh, why the Blu-rays? Uh, because I personally don't have a Netflix subscription. My parents do, and they let me leech off of them. But if okay. they ever decide to get rid of it, then I can still rewatch the show without. Because I'm trying to save money on monthly. Uh, subscriptions right now so i don't have any subscriptions so and i I just love the show and i liked the case so okay so i had to go that way i don't have any cool collector stuff because i was i was just gonna say like stranger things is one of those that you know is always going to be on netflix because they own it true so that's yeah nice anything else uh what was the other movie i got oh dunkirk which i haven't seen yet but i've been looking forward to watching Ooh, let and me I know love what you Christopher think. Nolan. yeah uh, joe just saw it the other day and he said it's an amazing war movie ah the carry on chuck <laughs> yes so i already mentioned it but i got a magic mouse for my computer which i'm enjoying i had one a while back and then Good. something happened to it and uh you know now I got one back, so that's nice. That's nice to have. Yeah. I still don't get the port on the bottom. That 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 will always bother me. Those I know engineers <laughs> like <laughs> Johnny Ive. <laughs> a, a small port on the back really wouldn't have been a big deal. That has to have probably been the most pointless design flaw of any Apple product ever. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm sure that future magic mice will be. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's that's the plural. Will be uh, like wireless charging or some something, you know. Oh, totally. But it's not charges. yet. So, yeah, kind of stupid. No, totally. That will totally be it. Um, but no, the other gift that I got. Uh, so I got my fourth Echo Dot, which is great, uh, and I love Bordering it. Ordering on addiction. I literally want like five more. <laughs> Echo dots in every room on and he every has surface. Backups for them in case one of them dies. No, I. All right, you joke. Having an Echo dot in every single room 
is ultimately what I want. The whole house audio is fantastic. Being able to drop in from room to room and use them as an intercom is great. Those two things alone, I'm in. I'm in. Mm. So the next time that they drop down to thirty or thirty-five dollars, I'll probably be buying one or two more. Um, and then the probably the most unique gift that I got the masterclass Aaron Sorkin screenwriting course. Uh, oh, that's so awesome! Yeah, I'm really stoked about it. Uh, Aaron Sorkin is the writer for uh, Social Network, The Newsroom, which is one of my favorite television shows. Just love his writing. He has very oh, The West Wing, of course. Um, West Wing. So he has a course on Masterclass, which is essentially like this kind of pseudo like college course esque type things. And so he teaches a course on screenwriting and it's 90 bucks and you can watch all of them. So, That's uh, cool. yeah, started going through it. Really interesting stuff. Really enjoying it. Definitely would recommend it for anybody. So, um, but that's that. Let's kick it off by uh, by talking about what's been on. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that kind of sounded like someone burped at the end. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm trying to figure out good music for this right, section. I don't I don't DJ know. Roomba in the house, right? <laughs> DJ Roomba. We'll uh we'll we'll see if we keep that or not. I don't know. I'm not in love with it yet. So that could that's likely to change. But guys, Christmas break, we've all had a bunch of time. Yes. Probably been watching a ton. Tuna, what have you what have you been watching? What's been on in the tuna home? I rewatched The Founder with my buddy Lee uh the other night and and I just love that movie. It's so good. And uh afterwards he he said he uh felt like he could never eat a McDonald's again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, aside from that, um, just been keeping up with the Flash, because or rather trying to catch up with the Flash. Oh I gosh, you're one of those. I don't honestly watch a lot of TV <laughs> shows. I spend most of my TV show time gaming. I do watch movies, and uh, my movie watching recently has been The Last Jedi. <laughs> nice. So, oh yeah. What games have you been playing recently? A ton of Overwatch, because nice. I, I play with the guys from the Slow Day Radio podcast, and we play the competitive mode and. And we get pseudo competitive with it. Nice. And we all suck, but we still try to pretend we're tryhards. <laughs> That's nice. Um, and then a, a new game recently uh, is a game called Ultimate Chicken Horse. It's a, a goofy. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> it's a goofy little platforming game where you have to. Uh, it's a four-player kind of co-op competitive-ish game where you have to get your characters from one side of a platforming level to the other side, and each. There's a there's a turns each time and everybody picks apart from this toy box. It's either traps or platforming pieces to try to jump across like some kind of gap. And if everybody makes it across, nobody gets any points. If nobody makes it across, nobody gets any points. You have to try to make the course challenging enough that your friends can't make it, but that you can. And it's super goofy and a lot of fun. Oh, that sounds cool. Uh, Tim, what have you guys been watching? Yeah, uh, Star Wars. <laughs> and uh, is wanted... that that little indie film that I've heard? That, yeah, it's before? that sequel to that really great indie film from the seventies. Oh, okay. It's called uh, the Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched... oh, that has a uh, Harrison Ford in it, doesn't it? Uh, no, not the new one. Not the oh, new yeah, one. that's mm. right. Um, yeah, but uh, we, my father-in-law, wanted to take the girls to see the Star. 
Oh, that animated so, movie. I went with him and the girls when we were in Pittsburgh. Yeah, to the star. Yeah, that's the animated one that's about a bunch of animals and the nativity and is bordering on heresy. Really? <laughs> I was going to say, uh, you know, more of a unique, it's extra biblical, <laughs> more of a unique take on uh, the nativity story than I think we've seen ever. Yeah, yeah, talking animals in this one. Um, I honestly just wish they would have redone. You guys, did you guys ever see uh, a, a really old Disney cartoon? It's called a uh, small one. No. No. Okay. That thing. Look, it doesn't really hold up. Okay, but it, <laughs> it's still a classic. Britney's Britney's over there singing. I don't know if you can hear it. Um, Love it. But Love uh, it. it's about a little boy and a donkey, and he's trying to sell the donkey, and all these. They get into some shenanigans, and it ends up that the donkey carries Mary or something. I don't remember. Uh, well, this I was think like I remember that. This was like they wanted to re. Yeah, it was by Disney. Of Doesn't all, it have like sim- similar like uh, visuals to like Pinocchio. I remember the donkey. Yeah, so the the kid like looks that. like Mowgli. I mean, the kid looks exactly like ah, Mowgli from Jungle. I remember Man. that. I do remember that. Yeah, and then yeah, the donkey. Yeah, it was like just like the donkey when they turn into donkeys in Pinocchio. So anyway, and this <laughs> is not the movie that you. Were this watching. is not the movie we watched. <laughs> Star and uh, so it, you know what the girls loved. They enjoyed it. It was fun. Um. You know, I reiterated to them afterwards that, uh, no, the Bible doesn't say that the wise men came on the same night as the shepherds, the night that Jesus was born. <laughs> that's Wait, what? That's not in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I just had to reiterate that because I was like, this is not, this is fun, but that's not true. Also, animals don't talk. So there's that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> So we did that, and uh, otherwise, yeah, just been watching more Star Trek uh, Deep Space Nine. And I did get to watch uh, the first episode of Black Mirror Season 1, 4. The first episode of Season 4. Yeah, USS Callister. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Really enjoyed that. Yeah. uh, Have you seen it yet, Tuna? Which one? So it's uh, the Star Trek Black Mirror episode. Um, no, I haven't seen it. It literally one. just came out. Yeah, yeah, 26th, I think, the, so, the season dropped. My Black Mirror experience, the reason why I haven't seen it is the first episode I saw was one, I forget what it's called, but basically this guy is, gets stuck in England because he runs out of money and he gets any, uh, it's the one where he goes yes, to that developer VR reality. Yeah, that one. I watched that. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. So I decided, hey, because I heard it was good. I started with that one. I was like, you all right, went well back to the again. first episode and, and watched, uh, watched, uh, I forget what the Frankie national the show, but... anthem. <laughs> yes. And after that, I was like, nope, I can't do this nope, anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can understand that, but there are some really <laughs> great episodes of that show. The national anthem not being one of them. USS Callister, really oh, man. solid episode. It, I can't wait till Frankie catches up. It is, yeah, it, it is. It's not a Star Trek episode, but it's what would a Star Trek episode look like if Charlie Booker wrote it? And it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. it's it's really cool because it's it's video gamey, it's Star Trekky, and it's black it's mirror-y. Not, and it's, it's black mirror but it's it's still like a really fun one 
It it is. It, it is. makes me wonder how how the season is going to go after that. <laughs> is it just going to go straight downhill from there? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I've I've only seen two episodes of it so far, so we'll 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 see. Um. So over the break, uh, my wife and I rewatched Greece, or I should say, I rewatched it. Chelsea had never seen it before, guys. What? <sighs> guys, that movie's horrible. <laughs> like not in the sense of like production <laughs> but like that movie could not come out now like oh, yeah. no way no way i mean these the the following things are not only included but uh glamorized in this in in greece if you go back and rewatch it uh teenage pregnancy <laughs> uh pr- pr- prom- promiscuity you know, as teenagers, um, sexual harassment and fat shaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, my local high school did a, an onstage rendition of that last year. <laughs> uh Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I saw part of it and I was not impressed. <laughs> Go back and watch, watch Grease. It's on Netflix. I'll, it's I'm good. I'm all right. I'll pass. Literally one character says to another girl who is completely normal looking like, completely normal and they're like falling in love and he literally says the line i think you're just more th- i i think you're more than just fat that's literally a line in the movie i was like what? i was like what no you can't say that there is no time <laughs> in human existence when it's okay for you to say that no no <laughs> oh man um and yeah that's uh so we watched that and i can't remember anything else that we watched we watched a, a few movies oh oh also we watched the circle How uh, was that? i really really wanted it to be good but it proves that not everybody can write black mirror because it really wants to be black mirror and it just falls short. Really, really disappointing. It's a fun watch, but I had way high hopes for it. And it just, it's trying to say too many things and then ends up not really saying anything. So that was disappointing. But That's anyway, true. that is uh, what's been on. We wanted to get in since now we are in 2018 and talk about a few things. This is going to be our best ofs for 2017. We're going to, and this is just what we've seen, not that it's completely comprehensive. Uh, we're going to start off with best new show, best new season, best original movie, a movie that isn't a sequel, then best sequel, and then best new game. So let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, Tim, what has been your best new show of 2017? Uh, okay, so for this one, I picked Legion, which nice. uh, came out. It started in February, and uh, of 2017, that and uh, wow. yeah, yeah, and uh, you know that's a show that obviously I was gonna watch it because it was it's based on X Men comic books basically, but um, but not like not the most. It it's based on the no. most. Uh, ridiculous X Men comic books <laughs> that have I, ever been written. I feel like <laughs> I it's it's a comic book action movie 
for people that don't necessarily like comic book action movies or tv shows like if you don't like comic book you know superhero films and movie or tv shows and stuff like that you could still give legion a chance because it's yeah right totally different and it's it's in some ways it's there's like a thriller element in other ways there's a eternal sunshine of the spotless mind kind of thing going on i mean that's a fair comparison because that's my favorite movie and i also love legion yeah, right, right. And so that was the the coolest thing, you know, I've I've read some of the books about like some of the different books that Legion is in uh, with the X-Men. Um and uh and so I went into it, you know, hoping for something crazy and it was just as crazy as I would think and in different ways than I thought. So, you know, I had that as my best best news show of 2017. I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, in the next season, for sure, the filmmaking of Legion just brilliant and spot on. For yeah, it tells the story exactly how it should be told. Uh, Tuna, Tuna, what was your best new show? Well, again, I think I mentioned it earlier, but uh, I don't watch a ton of TV. But I, I did start getting into this Netflix show called The Toys That Made Us. It's a yeah. documentary style show. So cool. And I was hooked after the first episode because it's all about Star Wars toys and like the yes. history of how Star Wars toys took off. And it's so intriguing and fascinating to uh, to see all that unfurl. And they do a good job of putting it together uh, cinematically or televisionally. <laughs> yep, that's the word. <laughs> uh, I just added it. Added it to my Google dictionary. Yeah, I there think what's the, so. The first episode is Star Wars. Is the second one I think is GI Joe. I think so. Yeah, that sounds. So right. yeah, my dad just te- oh, I got a message from my mom last night th- that my dad watched those both of those episodes, and he was like, "This is the greatest thing ever," <laughs> because he was when he was a kid, he was like die hard on the original GI Joes. Yeah, so it's a pretty cool show. It is real fun. Nice. My uh, favorite new show is a mini series and it's the second best show that nobody has watched because the first is halt and catch fire um but manhunt unabomber have either of you guys even what? heard of this show <laughs> no all right so I this think is... i heard of it but you just took two words and put them together ben just be honest <laughs> it's true it's true i just i just came up with it um so it is a mini series, much like, um, much like OJ's uh, OJ Simpson, the, the People versus OJ Simpson. So it's just a you know a short run biopic type uh, show. But this one is about the Unabomber. It's actually produced by Discovery, and it, it was just eight episodes, and it's now on Netflix, and it was fantastic. Hmm. Um, That's cool. Really good watch. Eight episodes long. And they actually do a really great job of telling the story and humanizing the Unabomber and telling his story way more than I ever knew and making him a sympathetic character. Uh, so that was really, really uh, fascinating. So best new show, especially one that nobody's watching, Manhunt Unabomber. Next, best new season. So not necessarily a new show, but something that's been on before. Tuna, what has been the best new season? I know you mentioned you don't watch a lot of TV, but you got anything? 
Uh, next, best new season for me would have to be the only new season of anything I watched, which was Stranger Things season two. <laughs> I mean, still a good pick though. So good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was a. Uh, I I loved it. I also rewatched the entirety of Parks and Recreation again this uh, this fall and winter. So nice. I mean, uh, I can harken back to that, I suppose. But yeah, Stranger Things two would be the the best new season uh, for me. I thought it was very very. Uh, close to being as good as the first season in my opinion i still think the first season was better for sure but it, even following up with something that's close so yeah. something that's that big is is a big deal yeah it's uh it was good it was good it was satisfactory sure tim best new season uh you know i had put stranger things season two <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of if, like, I was really, after Andrew mentioned that, I was trying to think of any other show. And, uh, I mean, I, I'm really enjoying, I'm enjoying the newest season of The Flash, definitely. Um, but it's not like, it's not out of this world different from any other season of The sure. Flash. And I think Stranger Things is, uh, it's unique. Um in that, you know, they, I, I know there's a, look, I know that there's some people who are like, oh, they just literally did the same things with more things in it. Like <laughs> more, you know, more creatures. Uh, that is the least spoiler, spoilery way of describing yeah. Yeah, exactly right. what right. happened. <laughs> um, but ultimately I thought it was, you know, like it, it was definitely a satisfying sequel. I think there's stuff they could have done different, definitely. But um uh you know, I'm excited to see again same deal, I'm excited to see where it goes. They built the world out a little bit more. Sure. Um and yeah. so that'll be really interesting going forward uh with with what's going on and uh yeah, that was a a pretty awesome show. Britt and I watched it in a few nights. We kind of we binged it but not like all at the same time <laughs> or anything. Sure. But uh, yeah, really good though. Really good. So my best new season could have picked Stranger Things season two, but you know, don't want to have the trifecta here. So um, <laughs> instead, I chose The Good Place season two. Are either of you guys watching The Good Place? I have not seen any of it. I've, I've heard other people say good things about it. Some coworkers. That's about all I know. Yeah, Tim, you, you haven't watched it either. I'm surprised you didn't pick Star Trek Discovery, Ben. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, give The Good Place a chance. So the basic premise uh, at the start of the first season, and don't read any spoilers about the second season because the first season is brilliant. It's the best written comedy since Arrested Development. Or, well, that's not true because <laughs> The Office and Parks and Rec were in there too. But it's the best written comedy <laughs> right now. Um, basic premise is that um, uh, I, Kristen Bell uh, dies oh, and, okay. and was supposed to be sent to the bad place and instead is in the good <laughs> place. <laughs> That's the premise. Clerical, clerical error in heaven or something. <laughs> Just watch the first season. It is seriously the buildup and the season finale are just perfect. Uh, so that's my and and season two shockingly builds on that in a way that I didn't think that they could. So uh, the good place is season two. 
good places, obviously, in reference to heaven. So totally a okay show to watch uh, in church, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You have my full endorsement to do so. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Next, best original movie. So best film that hasn't had a, uh, isn't a sequel. Uh, Tim, why don't you take this one away? Ben, why don't you take this one away? Okay. All right. I'll take this yeah. one away. Um, so I have an honorable mention because there are two here that I really want to talk about. My best though has to be Dunkirk. Um, I just I think it was perfect. I uh, or nearly perfect. I'm really rooting for it to win Best Picture. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if it will, but I'm I'm rooting for it. The tension that it builds and the way that the story is told, I just think is phenomenal and. I saw it in 70 millimeter and I'm convinced that any film in 70 millimeter is better. Tim, if you had <laughs> seen the star in 70 millimeter, I guarantee <laughs> would it would have been, awesome. been better. I'm sure. I guarantee it. How would they have shot that in a computer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just have to re-export it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so that's my my pick. Honorable mention, the big sick. Uh, that's on uh, Amazon Prime now. If you, I neither, if either of you guys haven't seen it, that's about a comedian, right? It is a, uh, it is a rom com written by a comedian, but it is how all rom coms should be written. That's that's all I want to say. I don't even want to get into the premise. It is so not predictable. No, no, and the characters are real and they are human and they are. Uh, all of their motivations are earned and everything that happens to them is, is earned and developed perfectly. Uh, So definitely go check that out. Has an R rating, lots of swearing, but it's just brilliant. Tim, best original movie. Best original movie. So uh, this is a bit of a stretch, but I cleared it with Ben ahead of time. Ben okayed this choice (laughs) and the choice is Spider-Man homecoming. Yeah. Uh, And I want (laughs) to, and I'll say, because I, I asked Ben to clarify, what does original mean? And he was like, well, not a sequel. And I was like, well, Spider-Man Homecoming <laughs> is not a sequel, right? <laughs> so we, yeah, we're dancing right on the fence about it. It's on the fence. <laughs> yeah. It's on the fence. But Ben approved it um, because he loves uh, superhero movies so much. <laughs> and so, uh, anyways, um. I would say this is my best original for one. It took, um, I think it, it was the, it's been the best Spider-Man and Peter Parker that we've seen on, on the silver screen as it were. Sure. <laughs> um, you know, because you can't count the Japanese Spider-Man cause that was on the small screen, but, uh, <laughs> no, but no, I think it was awesome. There was some surprise. There was some predictable stuff. There's some surprising stuff. The biggest thing for me, well, two of the biggest things. One was um, typical with typical Marvel superhero movies that are the first of a character. You typically get the character uh, becomes a superhero and then fights basically a copy of themselves, right? (laughs) Like Iron Man 1. Amazing movie. But he fights, you know, a giant Iron Man uh, version of Iron Man. Um, Captain America, he fights the Nazi super soldier who's trying to be a Nazi, and he's Captain America. Um, 
Uh, same with like, you know, Thor, it's Loki with some, you know, so there's, I know there's some criticism there, Ben, don't even start. I'm don't even start, bored. <laughs> and, uh, but with, with Spider-Man homecoming, they get a, they, they get a character that's like totally disconnected from Spider-Man, right? The main, the villain is the vulture. And it's like, it is probably the, the villain was Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> it was Birdman, Batman. Um, I will say on paper, the vulture is probably the stupidest villain. They made something good out of bad source material. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'd say. Cause it's, it's pretty ridiculous. And, uh, they took it to the next level. Keaton was awesome. He was like evil Batman, uh, with no money and, uh, <laughs> scrounging around to steal money. It was good. It was really good. Um, and they had some surprises in there. Um, you know they have a cameo with Tony Stark, but it's not a, it's not an Iron Man movie. He's in it. He's a, he's part of the plot to you know he's there to service the plot and move it along and connect it somehow. But I would say best original. Boom, Spider Man Homecoming. Making something good out of a bad beginning is pretty much what I do every single week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tuna, what's your best original film? This was kind of tough because there have been some great movies this year, and I wanted to say Dunkirk, but I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> so I didn't think I could count that. So um, I definitely, I guess, for after that would have to be Baby Driver for me, uh, both from just a cinemagraphic level, the, the way it's shot. I mean, I love everything Edgar Wright does, um, but the way the music and sounds are used in the movie to both drive the rhythm and the story and the characters is just so well done. Like if, if I've heard it said by somebody else, but it feels like you're watching a music video as a film and it's just so stylish. And uh, as a musician myself, like it just, it, it especially hits those notes pun intended for me. Um, I, I loved it. I actually haven't seen baby driver, but I know when I do, I will love it. Um, next let's, uh, let's pick up with best sequel. Uh, Tim, let's just save some time. Star Wars, uh, tuna. What is your, <laughs> ben, you're right. Star Wars. You let's save time. No, There's Star Wars for me too. Look, I, I will say though, I was close to saying blade runner. I haven't seen that. Um, yet. Um, uh, blade runner 2049 because the fact that it's a sequel to probably one of the greatest movies from the nineties soldier starring Kurt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, but no soldier is actually in the blade runner universe. So that's a fact. Um, <laughs> Google that. But uh, no, I, I was pretty close to saying that. Uh, but I, I, I settled on star Wars for sure. I think it, it, it took the franchise in new directions. Um, I think it set up the franchise, you know, the franchise moving forward in like a great way uh, in the end. Yeah, they can literally do anything they want from here on out. It's, it's pretty free reign. And uh, um, I was satisfied. Look, I know, again, same deal. This is a very divisive Star Wars film. It's, yeah. pr- it's, it's, I would say, though, it, in reality, it's just as divisive as Empire Strikes Back was. Uh, but that the internet didn't exist then. <laughs> um, and so I think in the future, people could look back on this and say that it was one of the greatest. Um, and uh, But I, I appreciated all the different things that they did with it and all the surprises. And uh, so, yeah, Star Wars. 
the last Jedi. Tuna, you agree? Ditto. Um, so I would probably agree that's the best one, but I'll go with something different just to make this more interesting. War for the Planet of the Apes. Oh, that was, that good. was excellent. That was a good one. Really good. I mean, the whole trilogy is pretty much based on like you could describe every single movie as not the movie that you think it's going to be, uh, which I tend to like that. Um, it, you know, so the acting was great. Uh, the performances, you know, all around just fantastic. The story was great. It was a, yeah. what I love about it is a lot of those block, summer blockbusters go for uh, big gigantic stories. And instead the planet for the planet of the apes films focused on telling smaller stories in that gigantic universe. And thoroughly enjoyed it so i'll go with that best sequel war for the planet of the apes uh lastly best new game i'll let you two go first because i have to come up with something tuna best <laughs> oh, new right. game well uh we actually talked about this a little bit on our podcast that we put up today monday um nice but, plug uh, yeah. like it well done <laughs> and i'm gonna say what i said there for me it was probably a tie between Horizon Zero Dawn for PlayStation 4 and uh, Legend of Zelda, Zelda Breath of the Wild for Wii U and Nintendo Switch. Uh, both are, are games I didn't necessarily anticipate being my favorite because open world games are hit or miss for me because you can get a lot of open world fatigue, um, which is something else we talk about in the episode, um, where there's just so much to do and not a lot of it is compelling enough or fun enough to really make it feel worthwhile. So the world just feels empty. And to me, both of those games felt like they had a really uh, beautiful open world to explore, lots of fun things to do. The story in Horizon Zero Dawn was really compelling and interesting. The characters were great. Breath of the Wild made some really interesting new uh, gameplay mechanics as far as open world stuff goes. And it was just fun to explore. Nice. Tim, best new game. Boom. Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Breath of the Wild. Look, there's a there's a reason why it won for game of the year this year. Um, well, there's probably a dozen reasons, but uh, no, I think um, it, to to what Andrew was saying, um, it, it really is like it's one of those games that's it's so open and there's so many different possibilities that you're you you could be dead set on going from point A to point B, and in between those points, you're gonna be like. Oh, look at that. What does this do? Oh, what is that? Oh, wh why are there? Why is this going on over here? Oh, what's over there? What's over? You know, oh, I want to get that. I want to, oh, there's a shrine. And it's like, you can get lost just running around for hours, just trying to, yeah, yeah, in the best, in the very, yeah, very much in the best way. Cause it's, it's, there's a lot of just surprising things. There's still people, um, doing all kinds of crazy things. I, I read a, I read an interview from uh, two of the game's creators. I think IGN did. And uh, they were talking about how they really enjoy to watch the speedruns for this game. So for people who don't do video yeah. games, uh, speedruns, it's literally, it's exactly what it sounds like. How can you complete a game the fastest way possible, right? And so they said that they really enjoy people finding all these crazy ways because they, they set out from the beginning to try to make things you know, try to make it possible for you to do stuff without them knowing specifically how you wanted to do it. 
And so there, you there's like 50 ways to complete a diff, you know, a, a sh- just one shrine, and there's like 125 shrines. <laughs> um, and then uh, there's bosses and um, all kinds of stuff going on there. And I really enjoyed the newest, the new DLC was was pretty fun. Um, you kind of revisit some of the bosses in the original game, and then there's like another boss that's completely from scratch, different, which was really great, and and more story which was awesome. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, so I literally just looked through a list of the 50 best <laughs> games of 2017, literally ha- on Polygon, literally haven't played a single one. So then I glanced up to see that Tim gave me the out because it actually is a new game. I know you did that. I played in 20 <laughs> cause at this point, I knew you're going to pick this at this point it's just what new game have i played in 2017 <laughs> and that will be the best one um i was gonna say um the world's toughest tamagotchi which is having a life. child yeah that is the the oh. best game but no um well yes that is the best but the second best would be uh the stranger things iphone game uh really yeah Really great way, really great game, really, you know, retro, but still had perfect controls. I think we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. Um, but, you know, really fun, retro style, perfect controls, uh, great way of promoting the show to just release this game for free. Mm-hmm. So that would be my best new game and also the only new game that I've played this year. Um, <laughs> but those are just our picks. What has been the best new show, season, original movie, sequel, or game that you have played? Uh, hit us up on uh, on social media. I have to remember all of them because Frankie's not here. So let's see. At 3CriticsPod or Facebook, facebook.com slash incrediblecritics. We are the incredible critics, 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 incredibly quitting this episode. Yep. We are definitely out until next week. We're the incredible critics. I'm doing renting it from rent to center, right? (laughs) Can you do that? Can you rent consoles from? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. You can rent anything from rent <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> anything. Uh, you rent a date? Mm-hmm. Like to like a wedding? You know? I don't, Maybe not anything. I don't think you go to rent a center for that. <laughs> a Craigslist? No. Oh, no. No, you see, I want to be sketchy, but not that sketchy. Oh, Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be sketchy, but not that sketchy. <laughs> trying to fill in for Frankie not here. That's, that yeah, that's going at the end. <laughs> <laughs>